inspiring and equipping you to live the life you're destined to live. This is the Ascend Men Podcast. Welcome back, Ascend Men. It's Alan Colley again, hosting this first of the month podcast episode. Before we get to Mike Harvey telling us about another Stronghold verse, this time about taking our thoughts captive, I want to be sure you know about two big events coming up in the Ascend calendar this month and next. Ascend Men, I have an announcement for you. All about an event taking place on Saturday evening, the 21st of October, this year of our good lord 2023 the evening is headlined a night out with the boys it kicks off at 7 p.m with doors opening at 6 30 p.m and ends at 9 p.m with kicking out time 9 30 p.m it's an evening of musical entertainment a quiz maybe a joke or two and some obscure poetry and our very own senior pastor steve campbell will be present to verbally cascade us with some of his very unique thoughts the evening is free and open to all men, but we do ask that you buy drinks, cakes and snacks, as the purchase of these helps to pay for the venue and staff. So, come along to Ascend Men, a night out with the boys, 21st of October. Thank you, Simon Barnett. And that event takes place in the lounge, Bury St. Edmunds. See the show notes or this week's email for the sign-up link. And now, here's Nathan Blackaby of Christian Vision for Men. When was the last time you experienced God in your life? The presence of Jesus in your life. This is such a vital thing for us if we believe and trust in Jesus to experience his presence for ourselves on a daily basis. It's vital for us men. At CVM we've realised that we, we're all about introducing men to Jesus. We want to get the truth out, we want to share the gospel of Jesus to as many men as we can with you guys, our Christian mates, our allies, those of you that are in men's groups and partnered up with us and part of our network. But for us to do that authentically, we have to know and experience the presence of God. Otherwise, it, it's just about duty, it's just another thing to do. And we've discovered that introducing men to Jesus comes from an overflow of his presence in our lives as men, as individuals, when we're on our own when we guard and keep that special secret place with Jesus in our lives. His presence is everything. So we're putting on some events. We're kicking off at the end of this year in November here in Essex. And then throughout the year next year, there'll be different events near you. And we're calling these the Unschooled Ordinary Men events. Uh, we just want to create an opportunity to come together as men to worship, to discover more about who Jesus is, and to ultimately experience his presence. And that will fire us up and send us out to introduce our mates to Jesus, to transform our prayer lives, our families. So that's what we're gonna be doing, and I wanna invite you to be part of that, the Unschooled Ordinary Men. Why is it called that? Well, in Acts 4, uh, Peter and John, they're wandering about and the people in the village say like, who are these guys? These are just unschooled, ordinary men. But they knew that they had been with Jesus. That was the difference. 
Peter, for example, he carried the presence of Jesus in his life and it was a game changer, it meant everything. Peter, this unschooled, ordinary guy, a fisherman, he knew the shores, this was his experience, this was his life, but an experience with God changed everything. And an ongoing presence of Jesus in his life changed everything. This is vital stuff for us guys. So join us, gather with us. There's more information on the website, the link's here. Unschooled, ordinary men kicking off this year in November in Essex and then across the UK into next year. We want to encourage you guys to come out, stand with us, join us and experience the presence of Jesus. We need it, it's vital if we're going to introduce a million men to Jesus in our nation and in this time. Stronghold 5. Take captive every thought. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5. This is a more aggressive kind of stronghold. Some strongholds you simply shelter in or take comfort from. Others need to be more proactive. As Christians, we shouldn't only ever be on the defensive. We can and should be on the offensive. Some of us need to be bolder in our faith. This kind of muscular Christianity won't be to everyone's tastes. Some don't like confrontation and some think that it doesn't become men and women of God. I respectfully disagree. It might come easier to some than to others, but we all need to be more proactive in our faith, mentally and spiritually vigorous. I love this verse in 2 Corinthians 10 because it portrays followers of God as tough and able, not the wimpy do-gooders of the popular imagination. Paul was about as zealous and courageous as a Christian can be. He was always on the move, always taking a stand for the gospel, and never shied away from a fight when the truth of Jesus was at stake. Here he is defending his ministry to the Corinthians, justifying his apostolic conduct in the face of criticism and comparison to other more dubious evangelists who were less stern and less authentic. There are two things we can take from this verse. Firstly, we need to be firm in the truth and ruthless with anything that undermines it. Secondly, we need to be mentally vigilant and mindful of things that might creep into our thinking that are harmful to our relationship with Jesus. First then, we need to be firm in the truth. When Paul talks about the knowledge of God, he's saying there is objective truth. There is an authentic gospel and it needs to be preserved unaltered. The only reason Paul needs to demolish arguments and pretensions is because at the time there were attacks on the core truths of the gospel. Some more subtle, some less, some well-intended, some malicious, but all watered down or compromised the truth. Whether it was adding to the work of Jesus something we need to do to be saved or insisting on other rules, these things were damaging to the message of Jesus and were leading people astray. This is no less true today. There are lots of fake gospels and distorted gospels out there. Lots of ways in which people add to or detract from biblical truth. We need to have a firm handle on the truth so that we will know something different when we see it. How can we defend the truth if we don't know what it is? It's not enough to guess or know vaguely. We need to be firm. 
otherwise we'll be knocked about by every idea and fad like waves in the ocean. James 1 verse 6. People misquote the Bible, make salvation based on works, deny who Jesus is and obscure our mission of reaching the lost in a haze of postmodern relativism. These are arguments and pretensions that set themselves up against the knowledge of God. They need demolishing. That doesn't mean we have to be harsh or excessive in how we speak. It means we need to take a firm stand for truth. We need to be willing to engage in apologetics, being ready with answers to tricky questions or how to handle common objections to Christianity. Know your stuff. Church history, biblical doctrine, sound teaching. Don't be ignorant or unprepared, lest you get taken in by a pretension. There's fake theology out there as well as fake news. Know how to spot it. It's also worth comparing and contrasting this verse with 1 Peter 3.15. But in your hearts revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. There is no contradiction here, just a difference in style between two faithful men of God. Paul was more combative, Peter was milder. There's room for both, so long as we don't compromise on the truth. But notice the difference in who the apostles are dealing with. Peter was responding to earnest inquirers. Paul was confronting people who were willfully warping the word of God. These different kinds of situations call for different kinds of response, so we need discernment and moderation to know which is which. There's no use trying to arguing someone into believing, but there's only one way to deal with lies, and that is to call them out. In the second part of the verse, Paul goes on to say, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. We all have a lot of thoughts. Not all of them are helpful or in harmony with Jesus. A lot originate from our selfish nature, and a lot are triggered by unhelpful stimuli in the world. Sights, sounds and examples that entice us to greed, lust, envy and selfishness. Guys, when you see an attractive woman and find yourself thinking lustfully, capture that thought. Surrender it straight to God, because if you don't, it'll drag you down into sin with it. When you're scrolling through someone's Instagram feed and wishing you had what they had, capture that thought. When a tweet or radio host or newspaper headline is encouraging hatred in persuasive terms, capture that thought. When you find yourself still bitter about that slight or insult from weeks, months or even years ago, capture that thought. These are the thoughts we need to take captive. That means stopping them before they run riot in our brains. It's a mental and spiritual discipline. It's well known that you can't not think about something just by not thinking about it. But this verse offers a more proactive, biblical alternative. Take it captive and make it obedient to Christ. That means countering it with gospel truth straight away. It means spotting it early and neutralizing it with something more effective. As Rick Warren says, don't resist, replace. Don't just resist unhelpful thoughts, replace them with better ones. This stronghold isn't just a set of walls to shelter behind, like an empty castle. No, this is a fortress bristling with centuries and anti-siege weapons. It has catapults filled with prayers and Bible verses and arguments of faith, ready to fight the lies and the false gods out there. 
It has nets and cages for taking captive those rogue thoughts which try to scale the walls of our mind like castle attackers on ladders. All too many of us have a faith like an unmanned castle, and too few of us have a well-provisioned fortress ready for war. And make no mistake, Ephesians 6 makes clear that every single one of us is in a spiritual war, all the time, whether we like it or not. So you might as well be ready for it. Grab your spiritual weapons and man those walls. Take the fight to the enemy and be strong in the Lord. That's it for this Ascend Men podcast. If you've enjoyed this content, please share it with a mate. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts. Together, we are stronger.